All right, all right, Phil, we're back for another episode of the Great Heavy Music Podcast. This time, we're doing the best albums from the second quarter of 2022. Are you ready to go, my man? I'm ready. I'm ready. You're ready like SpongeBob's ready. I am kind of ready. I'm hoping you have an austere list because... This quarter got away from me, buddy. I got to be honest. I did not as, do as much metal listening as I had hoped I would. I got a decent list, I think, but I'm fully okay. expecting you're going to tell me about an album or two or three that I didn't even, it wasn't even on my radar. So I'm kind of looking forward oh, to that. I hope so. I hope so. There's some gems on here, buddy. Yeah, see, I felt that way about the first quarter. Anybody who hasn't heard our first quarter 2022 release, go back and listen to it because there's a lot of good shit. Would you say, before we get into it, that your list for this quarter has more good stuff than the first quarter? Because I can't say that. So even though I don't know about that, because I think the first quarter is so strong. That Will to Run album is so tits. And there's a couple other ones on there. But it's up there. It's, okay. It's up there. All right. As long as it can compete. What do you for say sure. we do the old standard rock, paper, scissors, shoot anything you want to do about who goes first? Okay, let's do it. Do you have a subject matter that you'd like to express for what would win? All right, how about it's it's something that and it has to be something that a child under the age of 12 would be capable of wielding. Now, in this scenario, we are having children fight to the death like dogs, but that or a very small man. <laughs> okay, but wait a second, wait a second. So... Is it is it the object that a person under twelve could wield? Could lift, but it's going could to like be lift. but it's going to be fashioned by a person who's in their adult years and could use whatever juvenile tool. Or is it a, a an average twelve year old kid against another average twelve year old kid with this device? Um, let's let's keep it a little. Let's keep it not too dark, and we'll do small men, but with like a twelve year old's physique. <laughs> and they, it has to be something they could realistically wield one or two-handed if they want but and would it be something um, would it be only things that 12 year olds and younger could get their hands on or is this like stuff? oh no this is like no an adult could i mean unless you're talking about height wise <laughs> like, <and I> <laughs> no not like, like on the top like a, shelf <laughs> i feel like a small man could talk his way into a hardware store <laughs> and start grabbing shit but a child couldn't so I think it's anything like that. Anything that this guy, that an adult could get a hold of. Like a hundred, like a hundred and ten pound little man, that's yes. able to drive and you know has a credit card. Yep. All right. Okay. All right. Give me. Give, just give me. Give me two seconds. Let me see if I can find a little bit of just thinking music here. Let me look in my phone. Do I have any sort of thinking music? This is what I imagine your brain is like when you're thinking at the hospital and someone tells you something ridiculously stupid and you're just kind of staring at them like, are you alive right now? What the hell's wrong with you? I told you about the guy with the carrot in his ass. Put a, he put a carrot in his ass? Yeah, yeah I said it to the group chat. He, uh, it said, had, put, had carrot in anus, tried to remove it, but it broke off, denies pain. <laughs> that was the chief complaint. <laughs> <laughs> that was a summary of why he's here. <laughs> Denies pain. Boing. Yeah. <laughs> well, this guy likes the to party character. hard. That's a that's a that's yeah. a metal segment in and of itself. I didn't see that. I guess I was snoozing. I've oh, been, been busy as balls this quarter, but 
All right. Let me... Uh, okay, I got one. I got one. I'm ready. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, I think. I don't know. Not really. Just to- <laughs> Your category, not ready. Rock, paper, yeah. scissors, shoot. Scissors, shoot. Anything, Anything you want to do. do. Fecal-covered carrot stump. Uh, okay, so, I mean, I think a chainsaw, I will say, though, it, to Chris has my own choice, I think that person could barely wield this chainsaw. I think that it would, that chainsaw, it, it would, it would, it would be, t- it'd be stumbling around with it, you know? It'd, it'd be, be really yeah, it'd be really weighty, and the length of it, if it was a long chainsaw, it would be all, like, nose into the ground, whereas the fecal-covered carrot stump would be very disgusting. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna well, defer to okay. you. Though. I'm gonna defer to you though, because I think the person, even with an unwieldy chainsaw, would manage to dominate a shit covered carrot guy. Yeah, because that's a very indirect death. What are you gonna like get you're gonna shove it in their face and they're gonna get like C and infected, and then eventually they'll die, but you're not even sure if that's what killed them, and we'll just chalk up the COVID. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And they wouldn't even <laughs> seek medical attention. They would have to like right. stay at home and just wonder why they feel bad. Yeah, like what the fuck? I have diarrhea all the time now. But um okay, so all right, I'll go. You want me to go? I can go. I can do it. <laughs> well, it's, it, in fact, you know, as the game is played, you have the right to defer. You can accept the kickoff, or you can defer to the second half. So you can do whatever the hell you want to uh, do. I'll accept. We'll, we'll take the ball. We we'll want right. the ball, and we're going to score. All right. Yeah, let's go. All right. All right. So I have a, a zillion honorable mentions. To, I jumped around on this list, man. I kept putting people on, taking people off. Eventually, I set it on a list that I'm – Pretty sure um, I'm sold on. So I'll get my honorable mentions out of the way. I want to throw out the band called Grave Infestation. The album's called Persecution of the Living. This is a classic, old school, morbid angel, old death style, death metal record. A little bit of doom in there, but... um, Definitely a classic death metal record. It sounds so pernicious. These guys sound evil. It's cool as shit. And I think you should check out the album. Grave um, Infestation Persecution of the Living. Okay, I, didn't, I haven't heard of yes, this. Yes, sir. I got it right here. Oh, yeah. Okay, good, yeah. And um, Slaughter, all, Slaughter the- Then Laughter. That's a cool title. That's that's like their big single, or the one that they released. You know, you'll, you'll hear it on... Uh, one of the 2.7 <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the um, bay <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> but uh no that's like their that's uh, their feature song but can you steal the pale horseman in the distance and plague of crips also the title track all very good songs um i think it's like their first album and you wouldn't know it you wouldn't know it so okay i'll throw that in there i'm gonna throw in a guy called or named Greg Pusciato, and I hope I didn't butcher his name. He's from a lot of bands, uh, maybe most notably from Killer Be Killed. I don't know if you're part of those guys. Mm-mm, but spell, uh, spell him with the last name for me. P-U-C-I-A-T-O. Uh, He's yeah. okay. Greg got an album called Mirror Cell. Okay. All right, now this, this is a great, this is a very good album. I almost, <laughs> I can see if I give this a few more listens in like a month, I'll be like, no, nah, never mind. I'm, I'll switch this out with one of one of my list because it's it's really good. It might be in my top ten for the year. Wow. Okay. Um, What's the but style? I didn't give it enough of a listen. 
It's old school, just grunge. It sounds like Alice in Chains without trying to copy them. It sounds, it's very heavy. It's so melodic and it's so melancholy and it's got this gritty, gross, grimy feel and I fucking love it. Um, it's really good. I, I just, I have to, I didn't feel right putting it on the list because I, I like just fucking discovered it. And um, I think it's like barely in there uh, for the time of the quarter. So I uh, wanted to throw that out there as an honorable mention. We also got Zenith Seven Kingdoms. If you like 80s style metal, power metal, these guys are a ton of fun. Supremely catchy band. Um, and I found them an angry metal guy. I've seen them a couple. I've seen them live actually. And oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, they have a, a couple songs from earlier albums that I love. And they're a chick fronted power metal band. Great, great group of people. In fact, I, yeah. t- I talked to the guitarist at one of the shows. He was so personal. He just came out into the crowd after one of the sets, and I was like, damn, these guys are awesome. I think they're from Tampa, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah? I mean, I'm trying to find. There's yeah. one song in there of theirs in particular from an earlier album that I always go to that I think is just the catchiest shit ever. From their album Seven Kingdoms, their self-titled from 2010, there's a song called Somewhere Far Away. God damn, that song is catchy. Okay, well, that's amazing. I love that. Um, okay, so let's jump into my actual list. All right, let's do it. Um, so my t- my fifth best album of the quarter is going to be Evergrey, A Heartless Portrait. Interesting. Okay, I'm, I'm, I want to hear about this because I really got to tell you, I love one of their earlier albums and was going to probably, if I don't in the future, put it on the show. Uh, okay. I, think, I think it's called The Skies of Grey. Hold on one second. No, let me find it here. Recreation Day. I love their okay. Recreation Day album, but I didn't get into this one too much. This one, it was a jam for you, huh? Yes. Mostly because there are like four songs on this album that fucking uh, just put it over the top. So I got the first track, Save Us. Love it. And I love the way he hits Save Us. It reminds me of that um, that George guy you like. We did that that Masquerade album. Yeah, hell yeah. Where he's, uh, he's like, there's no way to replace. I don't remember what song that is exactly, but it sounds just like that. It's so cool. Um, the Dracula Swing the of Death album. I love that album. And yeah, Dude, the, <laughs> The no vocal being as good as it is. The vocal style of Evergrey really is unique and awesome. Yeah. Yes, I agree. In fact, a lot of these songs wouldn't be that good if it weren't for the singer. Totally. I feel like I feel like the writing is is generic, and but the singer's just like I'm gonna throw in some extra shit that's gonna just sell this. Yeah, man, he carries um, it for sure. Uh, the song "Call Out the Dark," great song. And the best song on the album is "Reawakening." So good. The way he hits "Reawakening," he goes. He, he gets this falsetto, and it just you don't really expect it, and it just it just gives you chills. Absolutely fucking great song. That's my number five. I'm playing. So, I'm playing it right. here while you're while you're thinking to get ready for your number four. I'm playing it loud for you. Here. Love it. All right, so number four. I have an album that I I alluded to probably a couple weeks ago to you about being just a non-stop punch in the face. And it, it truly is. It's called, the band is Sigil, S-I-I-J-E-E-L. 
and the album title is Salvation Within Insanity. I and uh, I don't have top me, three. I think you told me about them, but I never listened to a single second of it. So let's. I'm glad you're reminding me. It's, uh, this is so. I don't even have a top three because it all. It's a big. It all feels like one big song. It's just a. It's a punch in the face from beginning to end. Amazing. I don't know how they have the stamina or the coordination to pull off the 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 consistent tempo and chugging and heavy distortion but it's still distinct you can still hear everything and it's just fucking awesome that guy has super brutal growls wonderful i mean it's when i want to listen to something really heavy and get into it this is the kind of album i have in mind this is like this is like my dream death metal album wow i just want to fucking I don't know what. Slam my head through a wall, and I love it. And then um, it has a disgusting, awesome album cover. It looks like this demon just like spitting blood out. I don't know what it is. It's terrifying. It looks like from a nightmare. Um, cool shit. They're from Saudi Arabia. I think this is their first album. You wouldn't know it. Um, got this from Angry Metal Guy. They were pretty impressed with it, so I decided to check it out. Uh, very impressed. So, Sigil, Salvation Within Insanity. If I had to pick one song, I would go with, I would jump right into the first song, Isolation Beyond Unrealism. Um, yeah, this is a hardcore album, bro. Dude, I love it. I love it. Okay. My number three, might be a little surprised. We, we threw this back and forth to each other um, before, and I, don't, I think you might be surprised that it has this high, but I love Moontooth Photo Trophy. I really fucking enjoy this album. It's a progressive, hard rock, metal-ish album. Um, so catchy. I don't find this surprising at all. I, this is on my honorable mentions, and I really like these guys. They just got a cool style. Yeah. Well, and like you just so you're playing I Revere, and right from the opening, I was like sort of captivated. Um, and then the riff the riffs on this song are so excellent god i love them um and so i was just kind of hooked from there that's obviously a top three song for me and then the set my second favorite song or my, one of my other favorites is that nymphasi the song where it says lay it down yeah oh my god lay i know that was a single and i just when it was a single for some reason it came through one of my playlists and then it i was like god damn this song like this song just what yeah. A yeah, <laughs> the way so he does good. it it's so legit yeah. i know i love that song so okay definitely and then i also i really like the song the eye that never dies and then their title track photo trip is solid yeah i could see um, i could see this one being a grower for me because it kind of it yeah. came to me late but the song structures are like odd you know they're not it is weird yeah. And I think the it's kind of like the more you sit with it and the more you hear it, your brain gets familiar with it, and then it becomes more approachable. Right. I felt that way about that chorus for the I Revere, where he's like, um, he's like, I'm still breathing, so you know, I won't stop believing, or I'll keep believing. And then he goes, oh, and I didn't expect that. And I also think the chorus was put in the spot I didn't quite expect. And it's like a little off kilter, but it's... It's not like poorly done. It's just um, I think they do that on purpose. I think it's part of their yes. like the progressive kind of vibe. So and it's interesting. It's different. So absolutely. No, good call, man. Strong These guys album. are cool. These guys are really cool. 
So, okay, my my number two album. Uh, this is it was actually my number one until this latecomer had to just replace it. But um, it's the band Exocrine, which is like the uh, E X O C R I N E. Okay. And the album title is The Hybrid Sun. Okay. Ah, dude, I love this album. Um, it's a technical death metal album. It, but it's also distinctly progressive, I would say. There's a lot of really good synth, really fun riffs. There's a there's a lady singer in one of the choruses, which you wouldn't think necessarily would pair that well with pretty brutal growls, but it does. Cool, been around cool, for a little al- while. cool album art too, man. It's got like this right. skeleton beast thing with like six arms over water with the sky, yeah. the stars on top, and underneath of the world is like another world. I mean, this is legit. Yeah, so this is their, um, I think their fifth album, full-length album, uh, and apparently they're all pretty different, or quite distinct. Um, so, top three, buddy, you got to listen to song Blast. Oh, man. That's the best song on the album. But then the song Watchtower, Dying Light, The Hybrid Sun, all great. But my favorite's probably Blast. That thing just doesn't get old. Is it, musically, is it a little bit of an Arsis vibe? Am I getting kind of? Yeah, yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely a technical death on this, like, uh, I, was, I always call that stuff math for, even though it's not really, because people reserve that for, um, like, more progressive stuff. But it's very time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm, I'm kind of, like even though I don't want to skip over these guys because they deserve to be recognized, but I'm really, you got me on the edge of my seat here on like what dethroned this. What came in and just snuck first place away from these guys? Okay. So I was 100% on that album. And I was like, oh, you know, that's that's the best one. But I have this huge boner, this album called Tick Talica. From Charlie Griffiths. Now I'll spell that for you because it's. Oh, that dude, that's on that's on my list. Is it? I think that's my oh, yeah. the, my second or third. Yeah, that guy's the guy from Haken. Yes, it is. yes he is, and he has this concept album with all kind of guest vocals, including Tommy Robinson between the Baron and me on yep. the song Arctic Cemetery. And it sounds and, so um, cool, man. He sounds so good on there. Dude, so good. Um, so okay. I, that's pretty cool that you have that on there. Um, the song Luminous Beings is so, so good. So good. The delivery of the chorus and the verses, absolutely wonderful. The catchiest shit you could do, I think. Um, but I, I love the song In Alluvium, and I love the last two songs are absolute bangers. Absolute bangers. Particularly the last song. It just, it is so fast and relentless and badass. And uh, I just love it. And then it, it's got some nice, um, pretty, clean singing at the end. But it just starts with, I can't even believe they're doing it that fast. And you're just like, this isn't, they're not stopping. Um, so I was blown away by the album. I had to put it in my number one. I was just absolutely mesmerized by it. Isn't it kind so, of, I'm not saying for sure, but kind of like an Arion vibe a little bit? Because there's so much variety and prog yeah. mixed with the death. But, but they have a couple songs that have really deep growl death and then, I was like, man, the bro- there was one, I think there's one song on here that was like an instrumental that for me, I was kind of like, nah, I'm not that into it, but maybe I'm wrong or maybe it was just a long intro, but I came across this album maybe two or three weeks ago and it shot up my chart. I was like, damn, this is fucking legit. This yeah. is so good. 
Yeah, dude, it's I and it's a concept album. I think Tick Talica, apparently Tick Talica is like a um, it's a uh, transitional, I guess, species between fish and the tetrapods. Um, that it just on land has has uh, skeletal structure that would allow it to walk, but it also has like fins. Anyway, I think it's about a. I think it's about like evolution. I would have to say. Well, let me sp- let of- me spell it for the listeners because the album is difficult to spell. T i k t a a l i k a t i k t a a l i k a, and it's by Charlie Griffiths, G r i f f i t h s. Such a cool album, man. I'm I'm not surprised at all that this shot up to the top of the chart. It's got so much to offer. Yep, and I I found this also an anger metal guy, and they actually made a comparison to Arian on it. Oh, well. really? Yep. Wow, that's funny, man. Because I, I was listening to it, and I was like, that's got to be the guy from Between the Buried and Me on like the second or third track. And then I was yeah. like, and then it just kept getting more and more varied, but staying kind of still within its this same kind of approachable space. And I was like, this is kind of a Arden Lucasen style arrangement here, where he's got guest singers coming on. And he's kind of laying the yeah. musician stuff, and I was like, "Damn, this is legit." So there you go. That's my list. But dude, please check out Exocrine. That is like absolute quality album. No, it's so I'm good. gonna, I'm gonna for sure. I mean, you definitely. I think of the five that you listed. I gotta go back and see here because I want to recap your list. You had number one, Tick Talika by Charlie Griffiths. Number two, The Hybrid Sons by Exocrine. I had never heard of that one. Phototroph by Moontooth. I had and I liked a lot. Sigil, Salvation Within, Insanity was your number four. Haven't heard that one. And then A Heartless Portrait by Evergrey. I had heard that one, and I liked it. So I'm not doing so bad. I guess I'm not so far behind the times. I heard a half of your list. Okay, yeah, good. All right, so then let me uh, take a quick break for the listener, and then we're going to come back and finish this up. And we're back. Okay, long break there. All right, Philium, I got some good shiz for you. I, I was not able to do a ton of listening as I usually like to, but I think I got some stuff that you will find interesting. I'll, I'll quickly go through my honorable mentions because you already spoke to Moontooth Phototroph. That's on my honorable mentions. I had an honorable mention of Liminal Right by Kardashev. It's kind of a cool growling with singing combination, and I'll put a little bit of that on as we're filling the silence here. Pretty cool album. It's got a couple different sounds to the vocal style and the music it it slows way down and speeds way up and i kind of like that i love tempo changes in albums so that was an honorable mention for me again that band is k-a-r-d-a-s-h-e-v album liminal right r-i-t-e temple of void summoning the slayer was a pretty cool doom album i like but my number one yeah. are, you hear that one no no but i like doom so temple of void Summoning. It was kind of like Doom with Black. Let me play a little something, something for you. This is the second track, Death Touch. Sounds good. You got that real. I mean, I don't know if you can see this album cover, Phil, but pretty, oh, yeah. le- pretty legit. Yep. And then let's, let's fast forward here. But you just kind of get this meandering, doomy style. And then occasionally some crushing vocal. Just crush. The chug in here. So anyway, I really like that. That was like a Black and Doom album. Um, And then my last honorable mention, which would have been 
perhaps my number one album of this quarter if it hadn't have come out last quarter because I didn't realize until I found it and why it's not on my list this <laughs> um, quarter is an Italian band called D-Owl D-I-A-U-L I'm probably butchering that and their album is called Abra Kama oh, no hold on Abra Kama Cabra Cadabra no, it's not Abracadabra. It's A-B-R-A-C-A-M-A-C-A-B-R-A. Abracamacabra. And they have... I'm pretty sure you nailed that. I, I think so. They, they have this kind of like... I don't know if it's a Soundgarden vibe that I want to say or, or what it is, but it's like a... If you could make a doom band of Alice in Chains and Soundgarden, just... Listen to this for a second. You hear that bass line in the back? Just kind of Planet Caravan-y? Definitely Planet caravan I was sick of... I almost feel like it's got a jazz lounge vibe. Yeah, now listen, in a- listen to the vocal. a freaking 90s yeah yeah that's the title track that song from that album for me makes the entire album i everything else is pretty good but this song is so good that i think it would have been my number one for this quarter but it came out in late q1 so we'll see where it comes in the end of the year list but this one i missed in the first quarter and god i love this album okay for the actual I can't even turn this off. Just listen to this. The pacing is so perfect. The, the vocal style with the, the chug. It's beautiful and heavy. Okay. My number five. I-A-T-T. Magnum Opus, kind of a okay. uh, kind of a ballsy name for I know an album, but I picked this album as my number five because it's got it's like an awesome black metal album with clear growl vocals, and there's enough variety in style that I could he- I could understand somebody describing it as prog black if that's a thing, but yeah, I re- it's called crap. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. Um, they have a song called Exculpate, Exonerate that I thought is super cool. Let me see if I can fast. Heavy as balls at times, man. Cool album art. Uh, that is cool as shit. Uh, I, just heard a call, I just heard a little glimpse of that. But I, I think that was a growl. <laughs> that was awesome. Right? Playing like a dog. Losing his mind. It's got, I mean... Knowing you as I do, I can't imagine you won't like that album. Like, definitely, right. definitely check it out. It snuck up on me. They, they kind of, they, they kind of uh, put a little pressure on themselves, though. <laughs> this has to be their magnum opus. No question. They can't have a better album later. Okay, yeah. he, here's one that I have no clue what you'd think of. A band called Astronoid. 
put out an album called Radiant Bloom. Have you ever heard of Asteroid? Yes, you know, it's funny. I sort of truncated my honorable mention list because I felt like I was rambling and I just didn't mention them. They were were on my honorable mention. Okay, all right, cool. So you thought it was decent. It's got this unique style of kind of like a deaf heaven... Uh, you know, uh, shoegaze or, or whatever you want to call that musical style, but the vocal style is so breathy. It reminds me of the old rock band Trust Company. I know that's a way far back. Oh, wow. Do you remember them? Yeah. I, uh, another side of me. So, another yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The, the vocalist in Astronoid reminds me very much of that, and it's like. I, I could definitely see somebody challenging that this is metal, uh, or even heavy. Uh, it's it's heavy, yeah. But the vocal style is so not heavy. It's the lightest. Yeah. It's lighter than air. But I think it yep. goes great with the music. And this was actually the first album of the quarter that kind of grabbed me and pulled me back to it. Where I finished listening to it, and I was like, oh, you know what? I want to listen to that again because there was more that I wanted to get out of it. So I'd, rec- um, I'd recommend people yeah. to the song Eyes and the song Sedative. What were you going to say, Phil? No, uh, yeah, this was an Angry Metal guy. Uh, you know, one of the best albums of this for, or month or however they do it. And they, they seem to like it, so I check it out. Yeah, the song Eyes is, is the first one that grabbed me. And um, it's... It's a, yeah, I almost said or dreamscape kind of vibe. Yeah, it's you know, it's almost like it's if Death Cab, driving. it's like if Death Cab for Cutie went metal. Yeah, exactly, indie rock, but like heavy. Right, thing. right. Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. I'm glad you like that one too, because that one really so different from the number five. Number three was this Tiktalika by Charlie Griffiths. That one was like God, I love that album. Quality. Now this might be a hometown call for my number two. Number two was Vain. And we interviewed the lead singer, the, the, the brainchild, really the only guy in Kvain, um, a few months back here. And they put an album out called The Great Below. And, dude, it's... Uh, I knew they put an album out. I should have fucking listened to it. Duh. I didn't, I didn't bu- get a chance to check it out. Buddy, it's just as fucking riff city as the other, as Funeral Pyre. And, God, you are missing out if you haven't listened to this jam. There's so I much... I, I, I saw you put an album out, and I was like, I just don't know if I have... Mental capacity to switch this list around anymore, but uh, I have to check it out. Yeah, I well, this guy is not dropping the ball, man. He is keeping it up the same fucking level that the first album was. And if this guy can keep a tear like this, he's going to become a metal legend sooner than later because this shit is just fire, dude. The riffs are right. so hard. He, he, he's it's so brutal. This guy is got such a good vision. And it, and but he manages to make it catchy too at the same time. Like the riffs just yeah. grab you, but they're heavy as fuck, but also catchy. It's like the perfect band that you could listen to in the car and your girlfriend wouldn't be pissed. Yeah, it's heavy as balls, but she'd still be like, "All right, actually, this is pretty cool." So that's the album, "The Great Below" by K E V A E N. K V A E N. Okay, ready for my number one, Phil. Okay, I'm ready, buddy. All right, here we go. My computer's even ready for me one. Here it goes. I had never heard of these guys before, but they just basically came in and crushed my face 
The album is called When the World Dies, and the band is called Come to Grief. Ever heard it? Huh. No, not heard that one. These guys are apparently they put out album like a last album in the nineties. What? God damn! Listen to this. These guys know how to grind a a riff to the bone. Remember those growls too, like screaming growls. That's that's how it is throughout the whole album. Brutal. And it's seven tracks. They're most, it's like two minutes, then three and a half minutes, then seven minutes, then five minutes, then four minutes. Like the whole thing is like 35 or 40 minutes at most. Dude, let me just tell you, when you see a death metal album songs for that length, you know it's going to be a fucking headbang. Oh, buddy. And they just, they just know how to change the riff just enough, but not too much, that you are just banging the entire song. I have probably listened, I came across this album maybe two or three weeks ago, and i got to tell you, I've listened to this album probably 20 times. Wow, man. It just grabbed me by the balls and was like, all right, motherfucker, here's the album of the quarter. You know, that's why I love that kind of shit, where it's like, I'm just going to, we're just going to go ape shit, and, you know, uh, we're going to be relentless, it's going to kick ass, it's not going to be very long, you know, just, it's like a, it's almost like a, um, just a fit of rage, like something yes. letting off steam, just you know and it's and, an and you can't sustain that for an hour it's gotta no, be exactly. 35 right. minutes of furor and then over let me take a five minute break and i'll go back and do it again <laughs> yeah exactly uh, that's exactly right well that's good man i'm glad actually i thought i was going to kind of maybe double up and just tell you all stuff you already knew because you had listened to much more than i this quarter but it sounds like you got a couple jams that you got to check out, particularly oh, yeah. the new Kvain and then When the World Dies by Come to Grief. You got to get on those two. I will. Kvain's so legit. So I, I, I knew that's one of those ones I saw. I was like, I know that's great, and I know I should have put it on here. <laughs> but I, it's like one of those albums where, like, oh, I'm going to regret that one. I'm well, going to go back and be like, ah, oh, what the fuck was that? Hey, that's a good thing about this show, man. It's like you keep exposing people to the more and great, you know, metal. There's so much good stuff getting released all the time now. It's just crazy. So. And when, right. you, when you got yeah, bands I, from Saudi just, Arabia popping up on your list, it's like the whole world is producing great metal now. Definitely, man. And I was, you know, I forgot that that band Sewol, that band that I really like, the black metal Scottish band, um, he put out an album called Origins, and that's supposed to be really good. And I didn't really get into it as much. I got to tell you, I listened to that. I didn't really care for it. It was kind oh, of... Oh, good. Well, not good. I didn't miss out as much. No, in my opinion. Maybe you'll go back and like it, but it was just kind of slow too slow and meandering for me it didn't really lead any place where as like this scum like you song that I'm playing by Come to Grief they just lay a riff down kind of like in the old uh what's the band I'm thinking of not Kalma I keep thinking of uh shit man the, the, Amorphous Amorphous just lays down a riff and then like the whole song is just that riff but they do it so great that you are sucked in by it that's yeah. that's these guys, but with the blackest of heaviest shit ever. It's like if Immolation made an album that I oh, felt yeah. like was the appropriate length, because Immolation shit is love too long for me. Yeah, I love those guys, but like for five songs. But these guys come to grief. They give you just enough of a little break, and then they go from that to this. So I'm gonna get you on the come to grief bandwagon real hard, buddy. All right, buddy. I'm down. 
Well, you're the fucking man. I'm glad you had an awesome list and you, and you helped me out. I got to check out some of the albums that you put on there that I have heard. I'm going to send you just, just I'm just going to bombard you with Exocrine to you fucking. Yeah, no, so for real. That's a good it. call. That's good. So I'll, just, I'll do the same thing to you with Come to Grief because I think we both are looking at heavy albums from both sides that we got to check out. Definitely, buddy. All right, brother. You got anything else for this episode? End of quarter two. It's in the books. We're good. No, it's in the books. Great albums, man. Hey, well, you're the legend. We're coming up on 4th of July holiday, Independence Day, America. And thank America. you thank you for your service because you're the fucking legend, Phil, served in the Army, unlike all of us other tweakers out here who just complain about shit and we never actually <laughs> did anything. Yeah, you fucking tweakers. Yeah, losers. All right, brother, <laughs> you're the man. Until next time, this is the Great Heavy Music Podcast. We'll see ya. See ya.